when you fellowship with enough Christians, you start to see that God's ability to communicate and to connect with that person is maybe not the same as yours, but we see how amazing God can be and connecting people differently, and it's the same God. This is The Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal God's love and power in the lives of His children. What God has done for our storytellers, He lives to do for you. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Brooke and Adam, and we're back with another story from our friend Jonathan. Hey, hey, hey. So Jonathan comes to us. He's another fellow podcaster. Uh, I was connected to him through friend Paul, and uh, I think you're you're going to like what he has to share. Yeah, this is, I think this, um, what Jonathan has to share is really beautiful and really sweet. And um, Jonathan is a young guy uh, with a lot of future ahead of him. So I'm excited to see what the Lord is going to do in his life. Yep. So without further ado, you're listening to Jonathan's story. More to come. Hey, my name is Jonathan Drayton. I am 29 years old. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. I'm also a triple major in philosophy, history, political science. I am a podcaster. The name of the podcast is called The Truth and the Matter is Podcast. And I'm also an aspiring lawyer. I just want to tell you a few things about how the Lord has He's revealed himself to me at points and times in my life that allowed me to see not only that he is real, but that he loves me, he cares for me, and he wants the best for me. So first thing I want to start off and talk about, there was experience that I went through where obviously changed my life and knew that I had a purpose and knew that God wanted to use me for bigger and greater things. I was on my way to the airport. I had a friend, roommate, who was driving me. And the highways from Northern California are pretty huge, very steep in the turns. And it appeared that we were going down onto the highway. The car slipped and the car was diving in midair into a ditch. And that moment, my life flashed before my eyes. It's kind of interesting. You, you always see that sort of image and numerous movies and TV shows, but never did I ever anticipate that it would be an experience that I would have. And I just wondered about my life and what I had done. And up to this point, I believed in God through my relationship with my parents, but not in a place where it was personal. That was the missing element for me. So interesting enough, when a car landed, we were safe. When I got out the car, the car was fine. No damage done to it. I also saw two drivers pull over to see what had happened to us. An individual came up and asked me where I was going. He didn't ask me my name. He didn't ask me anything else. He just asked me where I was going. And I said, I'm trying to get to the airport. And he said, I'll take you the rest of the way. And all I can remember was, you know, again, probably watched too much movies, too much TV shows. Getting into a car with a stranger is definitely something I 
never really ever wanted to do. But I understood that I had a flight to catch. I understood that I wanted to be home for the holidays. So all I can remember is being in the passenger seat, watching him smoke a cigarette, looking the other directions. I didn't want to inhale secondhand smoke. And the gentleman dropped me off at the airport. And it was so interesting. Once I got through customs and I sat down, I got a call from my roommate who said, you can't, you wouldn't believe it. A tow truck came, lifted the car out of the ditch, and the car was fine. And at that point in time, not only was I frustrated and angry, didn't really want to talk to him, but I was sort of captured by the fact that he was fine, his car was fine. So much so, they said, just go home. And I just pondered on the experience. I, it was so interesting because not only was my flight delayed, I sat in the airport for six hours just realizing that it wasn't my time to go yet. God had greater and more amazing things that he needed me to do. And that, to me, was the only other reason that I was still here. Moving forward, another way that I feel like the Lord has blessed me, I always had this desire and interest when it comes to wanting to speak in tongues. It was something that I was super always interested in. And it's interesting, I I met a I had a friend that I've known for over five years now. We actually met online and we got acquainted with one another. And I remember us, I remember her me telling her, like, hey, you know, you gotta read your Bible, you gotta get in the word. And I asked her if she was interested in getting baptized. She said, Yes, I'm interested in getting baptized. And I understood to me the importance of where you get baptized. I think matters, where you fellowship matters. And through our relationship, she trusted me. At this point, we had done Bible study. For some strange reason, it didn't seem like to me. Like a lot of any of those things were interesting to this person. But I did know supernatural experiences is, is what I think really changes a person's life. This this just the study of the scriptures changed minds, but I felt like this individual needed something. So I asked God to reveal himself in some capacity for this person so that they know that they're real. That thus far what we have done, I don't think really moved the needle in terms of her belief in you. And I remember going through the process with her, both of us getting, I got re-baptized in support for her. She got baptized. And I'll never forget, when we went to go Terry for the Holy Spirit, she came out speaking in tongues. She came out being different. And I think it was much more fascinating for me because it showed me that I asked God for something. Not only did prayer work, but that this individual had a personal relationship with God. And I played a part in leading her to get to, to God, who ultimately does the saving, right? As uh, a pastor in Corinthians that says, one person waters, another person plants, but God does the increase. And I don't know what has happened to her up until this point, but I just think it was a pleasure for me to see God reward her commitment to him in a way that is personal and separately different from me. So I can I appreciated God's ability to connect with her. That wasn't my connection, which is amazing because I think when you fellowship with enough Christians, you start to see that God's ability to communicate 
and to connect with that person is maybe not the same as yours, but we see how amazing God can be and connecting people differently, and it's the same God. You learn more about who God is through hearing somebody else's testimony that's not the same as yours. So, you know, just thinking about that, that testimony in itself allowed me to see that not only is God real, but he, he's able to connect with us in a way where he works through us. He uses us as instruments of righteousness. Last testimony I, I want to share that I think changed my life for the better also was just the, the encounter that I had with an individual who obviously was an atheist. And what it allows me to see is that through these conversations that I have with people, the Spirit of God continues to use me because a lot of the things I don't always remember, but I know God is moving because he brings it back to my remembrance. It, it's sort of like what Jesus told his disciples that when you get called into the courts and you get called into the Holy Spirit will give you what you ought to say to that person, which means even if the fact that they don't accept it, it allows God to leave something there. And we know whatever God's word gets sent out, it will not return void. So there's hope there. And that's the aspect of it that I appreciate. So we, we, we have these deep conversations about God. And what's fascinating to me in these conversations is that when I go into these conversations, there's no preparation. Now, am I reading God's word daily? Yeah, I am. But I'm fascinated by the things that I say it almost feels as though I'm on the outside watching and paying attention to what's happening in the moment. And I get to appreciate what's being said and articulated. And a lot of it is not me. And I always love that moment because it reminds me that it's not about the strength of my ability. It's about God's ability to work through me. And every single time I look back at what was discussed and I look back at what was said, I'm amazed at what God is doing. And I'm amazed that I am a witness of what God is doing through me. I just look back and I say, man, there's no way at this point in my life what I've ever imagined from the time that I thought I would have been dead in a ditch uh, going to an airport to now have a podcast that's flourishing and I'm proud of because I know that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, for God, right? And I start with that story and end with that story because now it's making a difference. And now people are being blessed who decide to press play. And to me, I would have never imagined that I would have done a podcast for three and a, year, three and a half years and counting. I would have never imagined that I shifted from wanting to be an athlete to wanting to be a lawyer. But more importantly, I would have never imagined that my relationship with God is not only just growing now, but that I'm fascinated on how much it has grown since that time. And this is probably one of the most proudest things that I'm even much more proud of than my college education, even much more proud of than my athletic ability even much more prouder than the car that I'm driving, just being able to have conversations about Jesus and to speak confidently with assurance 
of my relationship with Jesus, right? I'm not just a person that's just talking and it doesn't make sense to me. No, I'm able to talk with confidence and with the ability to know that the things that I speak are true because they've happened to me and I'm an example of it. I think it's what's life-changing to me and what's been fulfilling and satisfying, right? I'll never forget, I think one of the other things that stirred my desire to want to learn the scriptures was the passage where Jesus was talking to Peter and he said, the devil seeks to have you, but I pray that your faith doesn't fail you. In that moment, Jesus allowed the devil's, you know, infiltration into his life, but he prayed that his faith wouldn't fail him. And not only has it not failed him, but the experiences that he's learned from an individual standpoint, he's now used it to strengthen the people around him. And I almost feel that that's happened to me, that the moment in which I thought I didn't know if I'll be alive when life flashed before me, I would have never known that that story was used for God to not only show me that he was real enough to keep me alive, but he had bigger and better plans for me. And now he's using me as his ambassador to share the gospel message. That's one of the most amazing things that I could have ever asked for or dreamed of. And hopefully there's still more to come. All right, so that was Jonathan's story. What are your thoughts? Well, first, I would just like to say thank you, Jonathan, for the layup on the power of storytelling and how God meets us uniquely um, right where we are and uses each one of us and our stories to show how intimately connected he is and how our stories, <clears throat> this is a storytelling podcast, mm-hmm. um, links us to and uh connects said, us to others. What did he say exactly? Yeah, what was his it, line? Uh, I mean, I didn't or not write, his line, but what did he say? I didn't write it down verbatim, but the, the gist of it for me was that it reveals more about who God is, and I couldn't agree more, I think. Right, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, well, that was a layup. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, <laughs> so different people's perspectives and different people's uh, encounters, the diversity of those stories and the, the, the uniqueness with which God speaks to us I think is the reason that there's power in testimony. A hundred percent. It shows us the very unique and very intricate facets of the Lord. Yeah. And the depth, I think that he is willing to go to reach certain individuals. Yeah. He's so creative. He's so creative. And I think Jonathan, um, I think each one of Jonathan's stories shows that as well just how creative the Lord is with each and every one of us, how intimately acquainted he is with each and every one of us and how he connects us so that we are strengthened by one another and have a greater understanding of his character, of the Mm -hmm. Lord's character. It's really cool. Yeah, I love that aspect. And I love just the the authenticity and the simplicity with which... um, he shared those different aspects. I think oftentimes our storytellers come to us and think, oh, I have to have my story tied into a nice, neat little ribbon. But instead, Jonathan kind of showed that the Lord is weaving the stories and is the one that is tying the ribbon, not us. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And even when we think that maybe the work that the Lord has um, in our story is complete, it, it's possibly and quite likely just one one snippet of the story that is continuing, and it's just how God has molded that piece. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved that, um, and I loved how he connected all of his stories together to show how beautiful God is mm. and, and how he's at work. It reminds, me of, it reminds me of that concept of uh, when rabbis would teach, they would they would uh, draw from different parts of the text mm. and they would call it stringing pearls. Oh, so yes. Pearls of wisdom, like where you would uh, draw from, you know, the prophets and then you draw from Proverbs and then you would draw from these different sections of the text. And, you know, obviously Paul's a good example of that where he's pulling from all kinds of different places, and he's stringing them together into one teaching. Obviously, Jesus does it all the time. Oh, man. Um, so they string pearls of wisdom uh, by pulling from different spots of the text. So I thought from a place of sharing these testimonies, it's like he is sharing these little pearls of experience with God over his his life and uh, telling one kind of story about uh, God's goodness. Oh, yes. I love that. That is so good. And that his hope is that there's more to come, more interactions, more opportunities to learn. Want that pearl necklace to just get longer and longer. Yeah. And even what (laughs) their, his podcast is called The Truth of the Matter Is. Oh, that's cool. So he's, he's grappling with concepts, philosophy, things that are in life and applying the scriptures to to real world events or real world problems. And uh, that's what they're doing online and um it's growing and uh, yeah come on tune into that so good so i'll put a link to to that in the show notes but uh grateful for you jonathan thank you so much for sharing Mm -hmm. thank you for what you taught us yeah look forward to more conversations yeah all right we love you guys have a great week with every episode we encourage you to ask holy spirit what he wants to say to you through this story We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share His stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.